Hi, this is Diane, and I'm here with the Best Life, Best Death podcast. And I've got a special guest today, David Wilcox. We are excited to be in the studio together chatting. Always a pleasure. David is a singer-songwriter um, with gigs all over the place. And at the end of the podcast, I'll tell you a bit more about those. Uh, my husband and I met David, well, first through his albums, and then when Russ went on a guitar retreat in Mexico with David, and subsequently we did a house concert with David here in Boulder, which was just, um, just exquisite to bring someone to our house and play this amazing concert of live music. So welcome, David. Thank you. It's good to be hanging with you again. It's really good to see you. Lot yeah, of, there's lot of so much that I have uh, learned from this time in this pandemic and uh, so much gratitude about things that were so easy to take for granted and gatherings like that, those house concerts, there is a life that lingers in the, in the walls after gathering people and synchronizing those emotions with music. Uh, it feels like the, the house just has more life in it. And I, I love those gatherings and I miss them. So amazing. And I always remember you talking about, you know, the difference between playing like Chautauqua Auditorium versus playing like a, a living room with, mm -hmm. you know, 80 people. Like they're just so different. Mm -hmm. I remember you said that you can tell if one person loses interest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, okay, back on it. The next song's got to, you know, shake it up yeah. in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, fabulous. Well, um, given that it's uh, November and kind of a, a season that I like to think about gratitude, um, I think you've got a song to play for yes, us. Yes, I do. And uh, I, I love this uh, song of gratitude. It's a little surprising because uh, this is a song that is a custom song. I do a lot of these songs where people have called my manager or emailed and said, uh, I think I need a song from Dave. Sometimes it's a, a powerful, cathartic experience in their life. Sometimes it's something they want to commemorate or a reframing of some story that they want to tell differently in order to free themselves from some victim mentality. But this was a really unusual one. This was a woman who was probably in her 90s, I think 93. And she wanted to invite her family to be there when she passed. And she had it on the calendar. That's legal in California. And uh, she just wanted to invite her family to be there if they wanted. She said, now don't make the song sad. The song should be fun. I said, fun? She said, well, you know, make it a swing tune. Okay. Well, what's the main idea, I said. Well, they need to know that I know what I'm doing. And they need to know that it's okay. They need to know that I have had a magnificent life. And if they want to be there, they're welcome to come. It's been a time we had some laughs. Really, I just can't stay. Dinner with wine, dressed up so fine. We saw a lovely play. The curtain is slowly closing. 
I will turn on my heels and wave. It's been a time, but really I just can't stay. I'm sleepy. It's been a day and most of the night. Cobblestones wet with rain. All of the lights shine on the water. Time I was on my way. Back across the moonlit river. I'll be crossing that bridge alone. Why stay around when all of my friends are gone? I'm leaving. Da ba 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 da 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 let me return to the wind again i've had my share of fun it's been a time but i know my time is done believe me it's been a life clear to the end i had to find my way the pain and the strife the lovers and friendships we had a fine soiree now is the time to say goodbye trust me that i'm okay it's been a time but really i just can't stay no way it's been a time but really i just can't stay bravo wow <laughs> what a celebration what a fun song thanks my goodness did she uh did she just light up when that came her yes, way Yes, she did she loved it and she said uh uh well her her son said it was a great success they all came it was really a such a surprise because they called up with these incredulous phone calls well two of them and said what i can't believe you're gonna do this and she said are you coming <laughs> That's wonderful. I just, I just came across this fabulous quote by um, Frank Ostaseski. His name is so tricky for me to say right. And um, he had this beautiful, beautiful line that I put in the recent newsletter. He said, death is not primarily a medical event. Believing the most we can hope for is to make the best of a bad situation lacks imagination. <laughs> I just love that. I just love that, that it lacks imagination to say that somehow, whatever the end is, that it has to be tragic and terrible and medical and focused on the negative. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's truly a, a, a release and a, yeah. and a, a change, but, um, yeah, someone who who really took that and embraced it and said, "Make me a song." Yeah. Wow, 
what, huh. a, what a lover of life, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I think so many of your songs are filled with kind of that level of um, just like gratitude for living. Just like here we are on this incredible planet doing this ride. We don't even know quite what we're doing, mm. but gratitude for that. That has been a really important thing for me to find in my music. And there's a lot of songs that I write that I don't sing. There's a lot of songs that are just some, you know, like cathartic sort of rant. And I'll bring it down and play it for my lovely wife, Nance. And she'll kind of smile and roll her eyes and say, well, that's going to open a lot of hearts. <laughs> and I'll say, well, I don't have to play it, but I just had to write it. And then there's other songs that... I realized that um, every song, you know, like does something. Every song is for something. It's like having a big tool chest with lots of different tools and the right tool for the job makes it just such a breeze. And so every song has a particular thing that it will do for my outlook, for my sense of curiosity or for my sense of adventure. And uh, I love songs that are... Um, enlivening and will embolden me to uh, imagine um, reframing some story that I have because you know the the trauma of the past um, is just one way to tell the story there's also a way that not only do those events occur in the past but they also sort of suggest an adventurous future and telling the story that way you know it's just like well, obviously that was uh, a, something that gave me a lot of momentum getting out of a particular situation, but then where's it going? Uh, and I, I love to um, have songs that have that sort of emotional buoyancy, I guess because my family of origin, there were everybody's really smart and everybody's really cynical. And I just thought that that had a, a weird sort of, genetic gravity for me that I needed to be very careful about because it would have been so easy for me to just get cynical. And uh, mm. uh, so I, I didn't want to go there. So yeah, there's a lot of cynicism right now. It's like, that seems to be yeah. the big um, thing we, uh, we parlay with and it's yeah. so negative. Yeah. 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 It does have a little dopamine rush to it, but it just yeah, yeah. gets you deeper and deeper into it. Short-lived rush. Yeah. When you were talking, I was thinking of another, uh, when uh, the song I always request from you is the, um, I never remember the name. I find it so fascinating. I remember the line and not yeah. the name. And it's the ones about the putting the silver coins in the well. Oh, yeah. About that, like, what, what are we putting in, you know? Yes. What are we forward. What a great idea. Let's play that one. Ooh, let's. Like that. In the tears you gave to me I found a river to an ocean 
a concrete sky and a stone cold sea. I came to where the emptiness cracked open and all my fears came crashing through and met the fire of my sorrow. But I found my strength in forgiving you. I never even dreamed how far my heart could go to give my life beyond each death from this deeper well of trust to know that when there's nothing left you will always have what you gave to love Fascinating listening to this song in the context of thinking about all the songs of mine that you have heard. And from long ago, this was the song that your heart said, yeah, that's my song, give me that one. And I love that now your work in the context of this song is so obvious. <laughs> and this path that you found, how did you come across deciding that the most soulful place to be was there with people who are scared of this inevitable opening 
of their hearts. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so incredible. You're right. All these years, I remember shouting at you at uh, the little bear. Yeah. Yeah. Colorado, calling out this song. Yeah. 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 Deeper yeah. still. Deeper still. And there's something about that call of um, what matters most, like that call of like, uh, you know, really in our lives, there's so many distractions and there's so much happening, but isn't it what we give to love? Isn't it what we give to relationship? Yeah, yeah. It really holds us and binds us to each other and to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is fascinating. And it's such a, you know, beautiful cliche that when you ask someone who's 85 or 90, you know, what would you have done differently? They all say, oh, I would have worked less and had more fun. And, you know, and that's easy for them to say, because they know now that they're going to make it to 95. But, you know, when you're 20, you think you're going to die next week. <laughs> well, you're just too busy. You're just too busy to even know. And you think, yeah, yeah, make memories. Yeah. That's important. But <laughs> it's very hard to have the perspective until you have the perspective. Yeah. And that's the thing that you're giving to the people who survive. You know, there's one person in the room who dies and the other people hopefully are brought to life, you know? So it's so interesting to me that uh, that's a, uh, a big rite of passage. It's a big rite of passage, isn't it? There's a, a line I love in the, um, in the Stephen Jenkinson book, Die Wise. Uh -huh. he, says, he says, dying wise is an act of love Dying well is not the end of parenting, but the fullness of parenting, not the end of a marriage, but the last great act of a married life. Dying well is a bequest that you leave to those you love, probably the only thing that in the end will not be eaten by moths, apportioned by lawyers, or bought for quarters in a yard sale. Dying well is the way you could be known by those you won't live long enough to meet the way by which they might feel loved by you after you die. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Dying well is a great act. Well, and feeling our gratitude is a great act. And yeah. thank you, David. But they're so tied together, you know? I mean, without the fear, then the gratitude is what's left. It's like why the leaf change color, you know, when the, when the photosynthesis isn't there, suddenly there's all these beautiful colors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, we have to have both, right? It's like grief yeah. and love are, are so uh, interwoven. Yeah. If we didn't have the end of things, we might not have the depth of love of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I, I like to end with a question to my guests. Um, what are you grateful for today? Wow. Today, it would have to be the guests that have been staying with us. It's been a lovely time and um, uh, deepening this soulful friendship that has been long distance for many, many years. Uh, musician friends uh, that are looking to move to Asheville. And so we said, come stay with us. We'll show you around the town. <laughs> Wonderful. And it's really lovely. Wonderful. Friendship. Yeah. 
David Wilcox has some upcoming dates. He's playing at the Sapphire Room in Boise, Idaho on Wednesday, November 17th. Have you been to Boise before? I have. Wonderful. And Swallow Hill in Denver, Colorado, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, November 21st. You've been there a lot. Mm -hmm. Love that. And his traditional Thanksgiving show at the Gray Eagle in Asheville, North Carolina on Friday, November 26th. You can find out more about David at davidwilcox.com, and you can find more podcasts and more information about my work at bestlifebestdeath.com. This has been Diane Hullett with David Wilcox. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you.